So yeah, I want to talk to you about a new small group initiative that we're unrolling at G2 after Easter. It's called Hubs, um, and I'll explain a bit more about what Hubs are in a minute. But first of all, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the journey that we've been on with small groups since we started G2, which was 12 years ago, over 12 years ago. Uh, when we first planted G2, we felt it was really key to growing community to have small groups. So we used the model of cell groups at the time it took a couple of years to get them off the ground and running and over the years we've had so many cell groups and so many cell group leaders that we wouldn't even be able to count them and it's been a really really key part of our vision at G2 which is to help people discover and follow Jesus um, and part of our DNA in, in order to do that is about community and doing that through small groups um, and the cell groups have usually involved eating together and then uh, looking at the Bible, doing some prayer, accountability, discipleship and they've been a great tool uh, in the past. And then a few years ago we introduced our cluster model. So we have a student cluster and a 20s and 30s cluster and a families cluster and the cell groups then kind of were uh, were for each of those clusters. So you had student cells and 20s and 30s cells and family cells. And that um, was great for people to um, be spending time with people in their um, life stage and kind of going deeper with them and building community with them. Um, but over the past couple of years, things have evolved and uh, changed. And as a whole, cell, the cell group model hasn't really been working for us at G2. And we still have got some cells. And for those people that are in them, they are so valuable and they have been the family that those people um, have needed and have loved. And that has been absolutely brilliant. But as a whole church, it's not it's not been working for us and because of that a few different uh, groups have emerged um, and some other th stuff's been going on and then obviously we've just finished uh, running or we're coming to the end of our alpha course um, at G2 so we've had lots of new people engaging with us as a church and wanting to come into our community find out more about Jesus um, and so we also start to think, well, how, how can we create a space for, for those people to come into when uh, we haven't really got any small groups that we can feed them? So we've got some cell groups, but haven't got enough. We can't put all the alpha people in those uh, small groups. So that led us to a place of thinking, what next? What, what should we do next? After alpha, we've got all these new people. Um, people that still have questions, people that want to build friendships. And we've also got people that don't fit neatly into our nice little cluster model. We've got 19-year-olds who aren't students, and we've got people in their 30s and 40s who don't have children, so they're not in the, in the family cluster. Um, it, it, you know, it was, it's a nice model, and it, and it works, but it doesn't, it, sometimes it can be a bit exclusive. So I just wanted to open that up a bit more. Um, and also we're finding people don't necessarily only want to spend time with people in their life stage. So I'm a mum in my 30s, I spend lots of times with, uh, time with other mums in their 30s, but I don't just want to spend time with people like me, I want to spend time with students and um, people in their 20s and people in their 50s and people in their 60s and all sorts of people. Um, so we would start to think what could we do that would bring diversity to G2 and, but still grow community. Um, and also, G2 is growing, as you know, today, uh, it doesn't look like we're growing, but a few weeks ago, we were at the back of this room, we're nearly at capacity of this room, and so we're also thinking about going multi-service or multi-site, so we want something that will hold us together as one church as we begin to explore those options. So, we uh, have 
come to decide that we are going to launch hubs at G2. Um, and I've been working with Rosie and Paul, so if you guys want to come up and uh, help me explain a bit what, what hubs is all about, I'm going to do some quick-fire questions to Rosie and Paul. They, ha they were given the questions ahead of time, so I'm not putting them on the spot. Um, and we're going to try and cover all the questions that you might be thinking. But if we miss something, please feel free to give us a shout-out, and we'll try and answer that question as well. Um, so, Paul, I asked you to prepare an elevator response. I think they do this on The Apprentice. So if you were in a lift with someone going from up to 10 floors, you've got that amount of time to tell someone what hubs are. Can you do that? Can you explain what is hubs? Yeah, sure. So hubs are our new midweek small groups um, at G2. We're going to allow us to explore kind of interesting, innovative ways of meeting together, developing community, building friendships, and finding ways that we can open our community and see it as wider than just meeting together on a Sunday and seeing our community as wider than just our core church community. Yeah, and they're going to be on a termly cycle. That's right, isn't it? So not necessarily just running continuously. So yeah, yeah they're going to be short term. There's going to be three runs of hubs a year um, working with each term. Great. Uh, Rosie, what, what will they do? So if I, if I was in one, what would it look like? Uh, so hubs could look like Almost anything, really. So we might have some that are activity-based. We might have some that explore a particular aspect of faith. And we might have some that gather together a particular group of people. So, for example, you could have a running hub or a different sports hub. You could have a book club hub. You could have a hub that meets to do social action or a hub that's for mums. Um, so there's lots and lots and lots of possibilities of what they could be. So it can literally be anything at all, as long yes. as you're interested in it and other people are and interested. And other people are interested in it, yes. <laughs> um, so, Paul, short-term groups, how long will they run for? I think we've got a slide that might help with this. So each group, or each run of hubs, is going to last for 10 weeks. Um, and then there'll be a kind of period afterwards where we can rest, so people can, can kind of have these hubs for 10 weeks and then a period of rest during the holidays as we kind of think about what went well and who our new leaders could be and who or what kind of things we can run. And then there's going to be a three-week sign-up period where we launch hubs and we say, what's going on? This is what's happening this term. People can sign up and then the next series of hubs will run. And then it runs again for 10 weeks and you go through that cycle. Yeah, so just Great. to allow a bit of time for rest in between so leaders aren't leading continuously and indefinitely, but they yeah. can just lead for a term if they're really busy or they can continue maybe leading at the term after. Great. Uh, Rosie, how can you decide, how do you decide what hub you want to be in? Uh, so in that sign-up period, all of the different hubs that we'll be running will be on the G2 website and church app. So you can have a look and see what there is and choose something that you're interested in, maybe some, an area you want to grow in, and also think about choosing something that you would actually invite your friends to so that there can be a way for people to invite friends into our G2 community. Yeah, so on the, uh, just behind us, we can see three made-up hubs that I just created this week just to give you an idea of what it will look like um, if you go into Church App, and then you can click on that and sign up to the one you want to be in. Uh, Paul, where will, where will they meet? Well, they could meet in someone's house. They could meet down the pub, at a park. Um, it could be in the community, if it's like one that's talking about outreach or reaching people or social action. Um, it's kind of possibilities are endless. As of in terms of when, it could be midweek, could be on a Saturday morning, like a brunch thing, it could be in an evening, um, whenever works for the people in the hub. Great. And how many are going to be in each hub, do we hope? 
We're hoping to aim for 10 to 15 people in each hub, so they're not too small, so that they're very intense, and they're not too big that people get lost in them, so hopefully that 10 to 15 will be a good number to grow real community and friendship. Yeah, and how many hubs will we have, Paul? Hopefully more than three. <laughs> hopefully around 10 or 12 running um, to accommodate everyone in G2, but as we grow, that can just stretch and increase um, and have as many as we need, really. Yeah. That's right. And Rosie, who are the leaders going to be? They're going to be people in G2. They're going to be all of you. So we yeah, hope that this will give a chance for people to lead something new and that's very defined and short term. So like Paul said, you're not committing to leading something indefinitely. Um, it'll give lots of opportunity for people to step up and lead something. Yeah. So you said we've got a sign-up period. If we can just show that again. So there's like a prepare and then a sign-up and then go. So um, what happens if I miss that sign-up period and then two weeks later I'm like, oh, I really want to be in that hub and I missed it. What, what happens then? Can I just join halfway through? So the idea, the simple answer is no, basically. <laughs> so if you're at G2 during the sign-up period, really encourage you to sign up then because when that ends, so in this ter uh, next term on the 7th of May, that's when it closes. The hubs will be kind of who they are, so the leaders know who's gonna be there, and that when the hubs run, people will know each other over a course of weeks. It's not people kind of joining as, as it goes on. Um, if there's anyone new, I guess I, this is another question, but I'll answer it now. If there's anyone new that joins G2, just point them in our direction, and we can kind of see if maybe we can slot them in, or maybe it won't be too long before the next run of hubs comes yeah. along. So basically, if you're a regular member of G2, we're going to be quite strict and say no. And if you're a new member of G2, we'll be really kind and let you in, okay? <laughs> um, Rosie, there's two hubs that I want to join. They're on different days. Can I join two? No. <laughs> um, we really encourage, we want to really encourage people to be in one and commit to that. Um, and also, we want to encourage you not to fill your whole week with church things and leave time and space for other things so you don't get burnt out as well. But it's definitely best to choose one. Yeah. Um, so I've been in lots of cell groups over the years and they've been a great chance to grow in discipleship and things. But if I'm going to be in a hub with 10 people that I don't know, am I going to have to be really vulnerable really quickly and like share everything about my life? Is that what this is all about? Uh, no, not really. So, like I said at the start, the focus of them is to build community and to develop friendships. And that doesn't mean we have to be extremely vulnerable straight away. It's just a case of getting to know each other. And maybe from that, there might be two or three people you get to know quite well, and you might want to meet with them regularly once the hub has ended and kind of go a bit deeper with them and know, get to know them a bit better. But yeah, we're not expecting you to sign up and to suddenly just open up to everyone. Um, but it's just about friendship and community. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so the hubs run for 10 weeks. What if it's going really well, it's brilliant. Why, can we just carry on with, with our hub? Do we have to stop? Uh, we, we think it's a really good thing to stop them and have a rest. Um, there's no reason why the same hub couldn't happen again the next time and even the next time after that. Um, but we think it's really important to have this cycle of running them, having a rest and then starting again. Um, but there might be some, for example, if it was people who live in a particular area and they want to reach out and serve that area in York that might run again and again, um, but within the same cycle of weeks. Okay. And do you have to go to a new hub every term? So, it's me. <laughs> uh, so you can, if you want to. Um, but like I said, the example of an, of an area in York hub, so that might be one you want to commit to a bit longer term. 
but hopefully we'll have lots of different things that you could choose from so you can have different experiences of small group throughout a year you might want to do a more activity based one like a sport one for one term and then choose something that's a bit more bible focused the next term so there should be lots of variety to choose from great um Obviously, we've just finished an alpha course. There's loads of other courses out there, like the marriage course, the parenting course, lots more. Could we run those? So courses like the alpha course or the marriage course or whatever work really well with the hubs model. So you can just devote your term to doing a certain course and you're not having to do that and go to sell and go to any other kind of church group. So you can focus on one thing uh, once a week for that term. Great. Now, Rosie, I'm sure everyone here is going, oh, I've got an idea for a hub. Who, who do they need to tell? What, what should they do? Uh, so if you've got ideas, um, we are the hubs team, the three of us, so you can come and talk to us about it if you are willing to help run it. So we're not short of ideas. We have lots and lots of ideas, but if you think you've got an idea, you think other people would be on board with that and you're willing to help lead it and run it, then come and speak to us. Great. Uh, Paul, is there going to be a Jesus element to every hub? So some hubs might have more of an explicit focus on prayer or worship or reading the Bible or talking about faith. Some hubs might be more inclined to be open to people who are outside of G2. So people who aren't churched, people who um, just want to kind of get to know people in our community, which might be things like running or Pilates or something like that, um, in which case it may have less of a focus. But then again, it raises the question, is it helpful to have a distinction between something that's spiritual and something that's secular? Yeah. I'll leave that open. Okay, great. So it's kind of anything, really. We just yeah. want to build community. But I guess all of the hubs will be... This is what I forgot to say. All, <laughs> of the hubs, <laughs> all of the hubs will follow the vision of G2, which is to help people follow and discover Jesus. Yeah, that's at the core of it. Great. So when do we start? So we're going to launch this properly in September, um, but after Easter, we want to run a trial go of hubs just for six weeks, um, starting from the... 8th of May. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to have those six weeks as a little, a little trial run um, and then launch properly from September. Great. So, um, obviously, this is a change to our structure at G2, but hopefully it will be one that really keeps our DNA of building community, building friendship, and helping people to discover and follow Jesus at the core of who we are. So hopefully it'll be a really positive thing. Christian's laughing, so I'm trying to get the vision in all the time. Um, so, <laughs> oh, uh, so thank you for listening, and thank you for watching on Facebook Live. <laughs>